are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at the ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmerick. Stephen, nice to have you on today. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be with you again. Now, it's a pretty exciting day for us because months of work has led us to launch a new and enhanced Household Spending Intentions Index. Now, many of our regular listeners will know that over the past couple of years, since July 2019, we have been releasing the household spending intentions on a monthly basis, and it's now time that we can enhance and update it. Stephen, do you want to run through some of the changes? In particular, we've been adding some new spending categories. Yes, that's right, Belinda. As you say, it's been a a lot of work, a Mm. long time in the planning, Uh, so I'm really proud to launch the HSI index, the Household Spending Intentions Index today. And what we've done is, I think, two main things. So we've added five new spending categories. Uh, So they are insurance costs, uh, transport, utilities, communications and digital, and household services. So that's now 12 spending categories that we're covering in the HSI. And with the addition of those new spending categories, we're are very close to 100% of all consumer spending, up from 55% in the first generation of the HSI. So uh, you know, covering nearly all household spending in Australia, which is fantastic. Uh, the other thing that we've done uh, in a way to better summarise the information in the HSI is to create a single index figure. So every month we'll be publishing the HSI index uh, based on 100 at uh, July 2017. And that index is going to indicate whether over the month and the year, whether spending, uh, household spending intentions were you know, up or down. So it's a really uh, simple way of having focusing on one number to gauge you know, households uh, spending in Australia. So very excited about those, uh, those new additions. It is very exciting to have almost that full coverage, as you said, of consumer spending. And the whole idea is so we can get a really great picture of how overall consumer spending, be it on goods, be it on services, in those 12 different categories is performing. And now this is going to be a very important release as we come out of lockdown in Australia. And it's going to be really great to see how the different categories react to that. There's a lot of moving parts at the moment to the Australian economy. We have borders starting to reopen. So that's going to impact transport and travel, education as well. We've also got supply chain issues that's impacting on uh, particularly uh, motor vehicle spending intentions and then just the general improvement in consumer spending as restrictions ease. So it's exciting to be able to really differentiate those different moving parts of consumption in the Australian economy. So just looking at that one index number that you mentioned before, how did that perform over October? So in October, the the index was up quite solid, up 6.6% on the month. It's uh, at 108.0. So a very strong rise in the month of October. Um, compared to October last year, it's up 4.4%. So as you can see, you know, coming off mm. the lower level through the lockdown, uh, but beginning now to improve you know, quite quickly. 
And what were the main categories that really lifted over October? So we did see that strong lift in the overall index number. Well, as we mentioned earlier, I think it's really all about the, the reopening of the economy. So you know, parts of Australia reopened in October, but people were also looking forward to reopenings, uh, particularly in New South Wales and Victoria. So the, the biggest increases on the month were in travel, mm. transport and household services. So that the travel uh, component actually increased by a bit over 50% on the month. Um, so really strong rise. It's up 13.5% on the year. So uh, that's good to see travel higher now than it was a year ago. Uh, transport also up a very solid 20%. That's still down relative to this time last year, but a really strong bounce in October. And household services up mm. 24%. So uh, people really beginning to um, you know, get the, uh, the household services back in. And that's uh, really pleasing, I think, particularly for employment and the strength of the economy going forward. It is. And now that's one of our new categories that we have added. So what are some of the components there that really improved over October, given it is new? It's interesting to really dive into those details. Yeah. So in that household services uh, category, uh, we saw a big increase in, not surprisingly, beauty and barbershop. <laughs> um, so that are up pretty bit of, sharply. Bit of pent-up demand. Yeah, but also, uh, interestingly, vets, so mm. people taking their pets uh, to the vet and uh, cleaning services. So uh, people, I think, welcoming cleaners uh, back into their homes. With so open that was arms. Um, with open arms. Pretty pleasing to see. But uh, interestingly, also, there was a decline in childcare services. Mm. But that probably uh, reflects the fact that uh, many children were allowed to go back to school. Mm. So uh, that decline in, in childcare might reflect an increase in um, in schooling. Okay, so now let's look at some of those other indicators that have been moving around a little bit. We know everyone is always quite interested in the home buying intentions uh, components. So yep. what happens to that over the month? Yeah, so home buying was actually marginally lower in October, down 1.4% uh, on the month, but still up 12.4% on the year. So there was um, you know, a continuation of positive uh, momentum on the annual rate, uh, but uh, just on the month it was a little bit lower. Um, home loan applications were actually a touch higher in October, uh, but there was a de decline in Google searches relating to property inspections and appraisals. I think remembering you know, large parts of the economy in lockdown mm. over that time, so um, perhaps that affected people's uh, confidence in searching around home buying. It'll be interesting to watch that index going forward as well because we did see APRA recently take steps to increase the serviceability interest rate buffer. So that kicked in on 1 November and we also have seen the pace of home lending come off a little bit the last couple of months as well. So a lot of moving parts there for home buying. Uh, the retail spending intentions index was also up in October, as you said, large parts of the economy reopening. What do you think people really focused in on, on October, in October? Yeah, so retail spending intentions index up 9% in October. It, it's up a more modest 4% on the year, but you know, pretty solid in October. So in, in the month, there was increases in spending for department stores, electronic stores, hardware, um, what we call family clothing, uh, pet shops, uh, household appliances, florists, things like that. Mm -hmm. So that was all pretty strong. Uh, in the opposite direction, there was actually declines in um, in shopping for the household, actually. So uh, window coverings, upholstery, paint, wallpaper was down. Also, um, artist supplies and sewing supplies were down. So maybe people doing less of that, you know, home 
home craft mm. uh, when they're now allowed out, out and about. Yes, I think that's a that's a good point. Uh, looking at motor vehicle spending intentions as well, so we, we do see here that the purchase of cars is being impacted by global supply side constraints. Yes, that's right. So motor, motor vehicle spending intentions index was down 1% in October. It's still up solidly on the year, nearly 32%. But uh, as you say, we think that the, the reduction in spending, and that's, this has been the case for a number of months, is really more about supply side. Mm. So there's lots of demand for new cars, but if you can't actually get the supply and get the stock, and um, then the purchase is not made. So there's been less uh, money spent on uh, new car purchases simply because you can't get the stock. Now, moving on to entertainment and travel, I think these two uh, indexes are certainly responding to a reopening of the economy. Uh, what are some of the details for both entertainment and travel? Well, so travel was up really strongly, over 50%. And it's interesting to see um, some of the increases are really on things that are you know, coming off a really low base. So uh, we saw declines in, continued declines in hotels, motels and resorts, um, actually trailer parks and campgrounds, tourist attractions, sport and rec camps, bus lines and airports. But there was some increases in travel agents, mm. um, cruise lines, I would say, offer an incredibly low base yep. and um, motor vehicle and recreational vehicle uh, rentals. So, you know, particularly the travel agent um, and the cruise cruise lines, as I said, coming off a really low base but increasing pretty nicely on the, on the month. And in entertainment, it was up close to 15% in October 2021 but still down on October 2020 levels. So just looking at the categories there, I think a lot of people got excited with the reopening economy, eating out more, uh, taking a break from cooking but also with live theatre, movie theatres back or coming back online, some uh, increased spending in that category as well. So education uh, just largely unchanged in October, uh, just a small lift in health and fitness as well. Uh, But... Just looking at transport there, as you said at the start, there was a strong lift of a bit over 20%. I'll just What are some of the details there? Yeah, that's right. So the transport uh, index up 20% on the month. It's still um, marginally lower on the year. But in October, there was an increase in uh, fuel and service stations. So people were beginning to get back out again. Uh, taxis and limousine, limousine services as well. Uh, car washes. <laughs> you can believe that. Uh, but also um, freight carrying and trucking and towing yeah. services all were stronger uh, on the month. Uh, that was offset a little bit by ongoing declines in what's called uh, commuter passenger services, including rail and ferry, so uh, public transport, and actually uh, toll and bridge fees and car rentals. So uh, some beginning movements, as I said, in particularly in fuel stations, taxis, limousines, um, trucking services, really seeing that transport number up pretty sharply on the month. And that's pretty reflective of the increase in mobility we're seeing throughout the Australian economy as well. So as you can see with the new Household Spending Intentions series that's uh, launching on the 9th of November, uh, a lot of new spending categories added. That really gives us a very full picture of where the Australian economy is heading. Yes, that's right. We're really pleased that we've got now this very broad coverage of the Australian economy now plus the single index number. Uh, it's going to be coming out, as you say, the second Tuesday of every month. So really excited about um, this development. And we think given time, it'll become a really important economic indicator 
for those interested in the Australian economy. Great, Stephen. It's been really good to get the updated index and your thoughts on the reasoning behind it and also what happened in October. Thanks for joining. My pleasure. Thanks, Linda. Now, you can read the new Household Spending Intentions Index report, which was published on the 9th of November 2021 on combankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intentions series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.